What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. What's up, everyone? It's Bo here with another Mandalorian TV talk. All right, y'all. I sound uh, awful because I'm feeling kind of awful, honestly. There's, there's a reason why everything's coming out a little bit late. I don't know. I feel like everything always comes out late, but I don't know. Maybe that's just the headspace I've been right now. Look, this was a great episode. This was like one of the best episodes of this series. There's so much to talk about from so many different angles, but I just want to like first point out that this felt very much like a series, like not a series, but like a season finale. Like it just had that grand scale. We had the ground battle. We had the space battle. You know, we got a chance to kind of visit various aspects of the Star Wars galaxy. We got a chance to see this evolution of the Mandalorians. You know, something I've been talking about since the beginning of this season, or at least early on in the season, is this concept of reformation that has to happen within the Mandalorian society and religion and the way in which that's how cultures like flourish and progress is that there has to be this constant mindset of reformation. And we see this, right? Like even, even the armor who essentially is like the Pope is kind of saying to Bo-Katan, we need you to go out and spread our message in ways that we can't because we're so locked into the dogmatic like way of the of Mandalore, right? And so I love the fact that we see this recognition even at the armorer's level of what has to happen for their civilization to thrive and survive. I think it's I think it's incredible. This notion that they are going to set up on uh, Rivaro, Lavaro, Lavaro Burton, reading Rainbow. No, they're setting up on uh, the planet, lava planet. I'm, I'm blanking, y'all. You gotta gotta give me some grace this week because I'm, my head is barely here. Navarro, that's it. They're they're on Navarro. Uh, Grief Karga is like, hey, I got a spot for you. He offered it to Mando. Mando's like, hey, this is great. I'm, we're gonna come in. We're gonna save the day. We're gonna hook you up, and uh, and this is gonna give an opportunity for my people to to live here. It is. There's something kind of almost odd maybe even a little bit off-putting by the no notion of these Mandalorians are going to come into this community, into this society, and somehow integrate and look out for them when the Mandalorians, I mean, I know they're the heroes of this series, but historically, they're kind of like conquerors. You know what I mean? Like they, they kind of go in and like they, they empire build to some extent, right? Like that's kind of who the Mandalorians were. They would, they would, Raid and pillage. They're Vikings, space Vikings to some extent. 
So it's fun, you know, to see them as the underdogs. But if if there's going to be a day in which we see Mandalore really truly come back and the Mandalorians kind of advance to a point where we have this blend of both the old and the new in their cultures, I've got to wonder if what we're building up towards is not just what's been teased out throughout this entire kind of era of Star Wars Disney Plus shows, kind of the Mando area era of building up to a Grand Admiral Thrawn, which is definitely coming. When we see that, especially with whether they're going to take the Ahsoka series and everything, I wonder if that is only like the first step to what's going to end up eventually becoming a Jedi versus Mandalorian war. Now hear me out, right? Like we've got this kind of interesting dynamic between Luke Skywalker and uh, Din Djarin. Both of these two individuals care for Grogu, right? They both care for his well-being. They've also teamed up at times. But like in the same series where we see kind of this positive interaction between these two characters, like during the book of Boba Fett, Mando is helping Boba Fett. Boba Fett is not a friend of Luke. They are in fact enemies. He kidnapped his buddy, put him in carbonite. They are not good. You know what I mean? So it's an interesting aspect of like, you know, we don't even know the full dynamics of our interpersonal relationships to understand how not cool we are with each other once like things come to light. But even beyond just that personal level, there's the grander level as well, which is the Mandalorians and the Jedi it's been kind of an interesting place over the the era of Star Wars that we've experienced on film, both movie and series. But like the backlog, the history of their people is they fought against each other. So how interesting would it be as Luke is building up his new Jedi Order if the Mandalorians grow to a point where the New Republic starts to get worried, they call on the Jedi to do something about it, and we see kind of a a second Mandalorian Jedi War. I think that would kind of be cool that happens in between, you know, Return of the Jedi and, and The Force Awakens. It'd be a fun conflict. And we would have like these heroes on both sides that would allow us to really kind of connect from a lot of different angles. And I'd, I'd actually, I think that'd be incredible. Now that's long-term speculation. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. We do see that there are cracks in the New Republic, right? Like for one thing, the Jedi aren't as incorporated into that society as they were beforehand. And that's probably a really good thing. And yet at the same time, the New Republic, as has been exposed throughout this, this series, still has the stench of the Empire in it. They're back on Coruscant. Coruscant was the Imperial capital. Now, granted, it was the Republic capital as well, but that's the thing. It's the seat of power. And as the power has shifted, there are remnants of all of these different, you know, regimes that are mixed in with the present day for good and for ill. We get a chance to see our X-Wing captain who, uh, I blank on his name, but this dude's been awesome throughout the series. It's been great to have him as kind of a consistent voice of the New Republic, somebody who's kind of like got that kind of, uh, you know, that hero-esque, morally righteous person to come in and, and provide commentary and even seeing how he's bumping up against the system, how, you know, low-key double agent girl is like over here trying to thwart him using the New Republic system. It shows those cracks. It shows where there might be a day and age where maybe Maybe the New Republic needs to remove itself from Coruscant. Maybe there it makes sense for there to be a resistance led by Leia from within the system because of, you know, remnants of the Empire that are going to become something new. But moreover than that, it just kind of shows the frustrations with bureaucracy that even, you know, the, the <laughs> I mean, essentially the cops are having within their own system. But look, we got to talk about one of the biggest cameos, I think, of this series. Uh, I'd say of this series so far, but there's... <laughs> 
some of the cameos were so groundbreaking and earth shattering and now they've just become normal like Ahsoka was probably the biggest one right because once Ahsoka comes into the picture all bets are off it, it's a game changer for everything but and then of course there's Luke you know so it just keeps on building and building and building but we got to talk about Zeb here y'all because Zeb looks fantastic like they I don't know how they took that cartoon character and made him fit and work so well in a live action context with they've really I mean let's be honest we've had to kind of make some leaps on a lot of these cartoon characters making their ways to live action Ahsoka I'm sorry y'all like actress is phenomenal the portrayal she was awesome in the Jedi episode like you know she's great to have her here but her headdress does not look right just visually, it just doesn't look right. They need to CGI that up a little bit to help her out because it looks like she's a full-grown woman with like a like a toddler's head headgear. It doesn't. It, it it's breaking to me. That's always messed me up with with the way that she's portrayed. I wish that at the very least you know, she'd constantly have a robe over her head that would kind of cover that up because it just they haven't been able to pull that off right. And I understand like, look, oh no, they want to do all these you know uh, fighting tactics. They want to show her agility and they can't do that if she's got these things on her head. Fine, they're going to have to figure that out because I'm sorry, it just doesn't look right. And as we look towards the Ahsoka series, that's probably one of the biggest things that's going to be a little frustrating to go with. Same thing with the Grand Inquisitor. That dude's head is not supposed to be a dude's head. It's supposed to be an alien head and it doesn't look right. There's obviously a lot of characters like this, but one way or the other, just seeing how they were able to bring Zeb in and look so right. Oh, that was, that was I'm, I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited. Hopefully he's going to be a stable in the upcoming Ahsoka series. I think they wouldn't put that much effort into making that character just feel accurate. Like even the tiniest little twitches of his forehead. I mean, just so much of it is done so realistically perfect and it's incredible. They would have just done that for just a cameo. Like that, that character's coming back, I'm sure, in a big way. Fight scene with the pirates, obviously incredible. I'm a huge fan of pirates, and so that was uh, awesome to see. Y'all, I'd love to like talk way more about this episode. I think there's so much more speculation to get into, and hopefully we'll be talking about it a lot more next week, and hopefully by that point, my voice will be back, because even in the process of recording this, I feel like I've burned out the last little voice I've got. So there's more stuff coming from TV Talk. Look, I want to give y'all my final thoughts on Bad Batch, which uh, I felt it was really kind of disappointing, honestly, how this season ended. I want to give you the thoughts on this week's Flash, but those episodes are probably going to be like super late until I can kind of recover. So that's going to do it for me for right now. Hey, y'all, follow me on uh, on Instagram, Incognito. Got the link in the description. That's good. Again, that's going to do it for us for right now. Don't worry. I'll be back in a flash. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.